What up, what up, what up? Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is Across the Intersection podcast. This is AJ. I'm in here with the whole crew, Eve and A Sizzle. As Hello. always, you can get our podcasts on divemedia.co. That is divemedia.co. And they are also um, wherever podcasts are disseminated iTunes, Apple, Google, and the rest. And as always, you can get at us on the socials at This Is Dive Media. That is This Is Dive Media on all socials. And I am available at Divinimous, D-I-V-E-N-O-M-O-U-S. And on IG and Twitter, I'm E to the V to the. And uh, over on E to the Merch, we're celebrating Black History Month with HBCU promo, which is E to the Merch. Yeah, you could check me out. My corner of the world, my corner of the known universe, a very good idea.com. And uh, that's, what's cr- that's what's cracking. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So in the year 21, where we not doing no banter, we just getting it in. Let's jump right in, ladies and gentlemen. I know y'all not here for those small talk. So we are about three weeks into the term of President Gunlaw Joe. And, you know, as we just kind of look in the rear view, you know, want to look in the rear view. We we don't we we, we, we are gonna give what are, what do they give most presidents, you know, that that hundred day. We we give them the first yeah. hundred days. So we're not gonna let Gunlaw Joe and uh Mamala off the hook, but we're gonna give them a hundred days. We're gonna give them a hundred days before we start bringing smoke. So we're still looking in the rear view. And we want to look at your boy 45 for a second because um there were some articles that I had come across a while back. I just didn't really um we didn't really talk about it too much. I want to just kind of put them in the freezer. You know, you know, you gotta put some things in the freezer and kind of let them marinate for a little bit. Then when you pull them out, it's so much sweeter. You know, it's like that wedding cake they let they say sit for a year in the freezer. Then you bring it out, you're like, mm, it's delicious last year, it's even better now. And so there were a couple of articles that I had run across towards the end of 2020. And they were very interesting. I said, we got to talk about this at some point. And so I figured now's the time to sort of pop the top. Um, By the way, I'll go back and take a listen to some of our previous episodes, um, particularly last week where we um, chopped it up with my man Pete from Profits and Watches. And we wrapped up the uh, church's money. I would highly, I would highly encourage you to go back and listen to that um, again. Uh, I thought it was a really good, really good interview. Um, but now we want to sort of, you know, normally we 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 get on church leaders and and preachers for the chicanery. But I, today I want to kind of highlight a little bit of a positive note, just a little bit. We're going to still give them some smoke, but there's a little bit of positivity here. We, we're not always got the big sticks. Every once in a while, we, we like to give people their flowers every once in a while. Um, so there, were, there are a couple of preachers that in the, the era of stolen elections and, uh, <laughs> and broken voting machines and, and whatever else, who came out publicly, these two gentlemen that I, I want to look at, um, they they made public statements. Um, one gentleman, his name is Chris Valaton. He is one of the senior pastors in Bethel Church out in Redding, California. So this gentleman made a public Instagram post um, publicly repenting for prophesying, um, or as some on our panel would say, prophesying, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but he he made some quote unquote I'm, I'm using air quotes some prophetic statements that uh, Donald would have a second term, right? And of course, you know, like like most of the the church crowd, Church Inc. that was riding with with forty five, he was just falling in line. But then he he uh, made a a public uh, Instagram video, um, repenting. Said, "Listen, I was wrong, um, and I want to actually use the. I'm going to use this term a lot today. Untruthful. He made untruthful statements, right? Because Christ is the way, the truth." Right. And so he he made some untruthful statements about uh, a second term for Donald. And for me personally, I find it, you know, at least admirable that he made this public statement when he didn't really have to. Right. Because there are others who other leaders in that church who actually were giving him smoke because he made that public statement. There's a there's another pastor. uh, What's the lady's name? Benji something. Johnson, Miss Johnson. So she, she was, um, or Benny, not Benji, Benny Johnson. She was coming at him because he made these public statements. Because she was still, she's still like, I don't care. Like I'm, I'm riding. Right, uh, pandemic is fake. Masks are fake. Election was stolen. Like she, she was still giving all the smoke. So that's why I, I like to at least put a, a comparison between the two. Where this one guy, you know, this one passes. Said, well, look. I was wrong. I was untruthful. These statements were incorrect. And then there was another guy. There's another pastor. I know two, actually two. I thought I would only find one, but there was another one. This other guy, Jeremiah Johnson, um, he also made a public statement. Now, here's what he says, but again, I'm calling this untruthful because he says he apologizes for inaccurately quote unquote, I'm using air quotes again, inaccurately prophesying a second term, right? Um, And again, these guys are just using or or were making untruthful statements. Um, And so I I want to, uh, again, just hone in on that. So again, you can- Inaccurate prophecy. Did you just say that there's a such thing as an inaccurate prophecy? Yeah. I I don't know that that notion is biblical uh what do you think i mean you studied the bible more (laughs) intently than i have apparently because you were in church leadership so is there a such thing like in the in the in the torah what happened to someone who quote unquote inaccurately prophesied that's what i want to know like was there a consequence or could you just apologize for being inaccurate uh go ahead ahead, uh I have it. Yeah, I just I'm just unfamiliar with the term with with the expression inaccurate prophecy because either you're a a prophet or you're not, and that is demonstrated by uh, the accuracy of your prophecy. So yeah, Deuteronomy 18, 20. But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. Oh, say that one more time, brother. Oh, my goodness. Repeat that again. Uh, uh, Yeah, it says, I'll read the scripture also before. And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, 
which I have not commanded him to speak or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. It's interesting that you actually mentioned that because that was one of the comments under, um, I think it was Jeremiah Johnson, the, the article um, for when Jeremiah says, Johnson issued his apology. And if thou shalt, and if thou say in thine heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord hath spoken? When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord of the thing, follow not nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord hath not spoken. But the prophet hath spoken it presumptuously, thou shalt not be afraid of him. Mm. <clears throat> that actually reminds me of the, the scripture in the New Testament where it says that more will be required for those who teach the word of God. And I think Deuteronomy, that, that it lays it out, right? When, when a, for yeah. lack of a better term, when a, a lay person doesn't speak accurately the word of the Lord, it's like, all right. But when a prophet doesn't do it, it's like off with his head, right? And so and I think, also, go ahead, Eve. It speaks to the continuity, actually, just to, just to put, just to say something slightly different than what you seem to be saying. It speaks to the continuity between the Old Testament and the writings that came after. But another thing, you know, because I know that some people will jump up and say, oh, no, they're reading Deuteronomy on this podcast. Obviously, you know, <laughs> we have we've moved beyond the, the uh, God's law. The, the issue is that Jesus didn't move beyond God's law. That's that was what he lived by. So we have to determine um, whether, you know, we're going to acknowledge uh, the um, standards that Jesus acknowledged um, because he was a, you know, an Israelite um, or whether we'll say now nah, even Jesus and Paul and all these other people, um, you know, uh, even though they, you know, observe the laws and the feasts and all those things, we won't do it. So what I'm saying is that I think it would be inaccurate to discount Deuteronomy as something to quote regarding this. Oh, yeah, no, definitely, which is why I, I brought up that passage in the New Testament, which really echoes that sentiment, that when you decide to get up on stage and put on a fancy suit and grab a microphone and, pro, you know, claim to be a mouthpiece for the Most High God, you, they, you, you're held to a particular standard, and God doesn't relinquish that standard just because you feel bad. Or just because yeah. you, you you get caught up in a clout chase. Because, I mean, let's just keep it a hundo. A lot of these dudes were just caught up in in, in the clout chase of, of rolling with, with Donald, right? And so now because you feel bad, that, that standard doesn't go away. Like, oh, okay, sure, no problem. I don't know if it's about feeling bad. Um, and I'm not, I'm really not trying to dig deeper into this than necessary. It's just that the Bible is clear about certain it, what seems to be clear about certain roles and certain, um, um, you know, certain ways that you operate within this kingdom. And so if somebody is, is prophesying falsely, that means they're not a prophet. And so do you all think that they should just cease from prophesying if they are not a prophet and they should just go back into the lane that they were gifted for? I would say, yeah, but, you know, this one of the things that A and I were talking about before we started recording is because a lot of these guys are not vetted, right? You don't really, in, in, in modern church ink, in, in church ink, you don't necessarily always have to be vetted, right? These things are, are, are not necessarily run by mature men. And so because everybody can make their own platform, right? You can just get a mic, get a camera, 
and no and and in theory i mean i've i've heard some of the wildest stories and i'm not going to go down that that rabbit hole but i've i've heard some of these wild stories about guys running unchecked and because you have these guys who run unchecked yeah yes i would say yes to answer your question directly calling into question the validity of these men being quote unquote prophetic people yes i call it into i call it into question because if you're if you're a prophetic person you should not be so easily swayed, right, by popular opinion. I mean, when, when you read the scriptures nine times out of ten, prophetic people were always in opposition to what the popular opinion was. You would see the popular opinion, and then here comes this prophetic guy saying, ah, well, God's in opposition to what y'all are doing right now, so do with that what you will. So for, for, for these guys to be so easily swayed by the seat of power, or the popular opinion, yes, it calls into question the validity of of the prophetic. Now, again, but I do want to at least try to put a positive spin on it. They didn't have to make these statements, and the fact that they acknowledged their untruthfulness before, I think is at least a baby step in in the right direction. So for me, uh, I kind of just see it as more... um, symptom to the uh the the industry of uh, professional ministry Ooh. and um and how and how uh the gospel is peddled and turned into a product and so uh to me i i the whole um vocation to be quite frank should be destroyed it should be obliterated eviscerated uh, but we know that's not going to happen, but it should. And the reason why is because the Bible is not ever has never meant to fuel an entire uh, um, <clears throat> catharized, uh, stuffy, um, <laughs> traditional, large, institutional business entity. You want to add? You want to add a couple more adjectives to that thing, man? I mean, whatever that pretends that that, pre- that pretends that is that pretends that is uh, that is the, the the voice of God. It, it, was, it was never it was never never designed for that, but that's how it's used. And by the time people realize it, it's, it's I mean, we either just kind of step away from the thing, or it's too, you know it's too late. Where nobody can really change it, nobody can really influence it because it's not it's not meant to change. It's not meant to be influenced. It's meant to be a distraction. It's a strong delusion, and it's mm. it's devilish, and so um, and people don't realize it because these people, onlookers and new believers, and so on and so forth, don't really realize it because for whatever reason um, they they just they, they they're they're under a deep sleep, and also there's a trade of value that happens where they do get good things. So because they get good things mm-hmm. from this stuff. Either feelings of validation, either uh, they get relational, emotional needs met because of people that are around, even though very few people actually pick up the book and read the Bible, doesn't matter because it turns into more of a communal thing. And once that occurs, then I mean, the, the then then someone of um, someone of um, high charisma, there's no you know there, 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 there is no taking down of that of that person. 
Now we move into people that say whatever it is that they feel like saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not going to stop. It's been going on before before Trump. It was going on during Trump, and it's going to come. It's going to go on uh, after. And so I kind of am not like, oh, we just go and just listen to this stuff, and until you can actually prove that these people are in violation and you just accept whatever it is they have to say, they could always be in violation. You just don't realize it. Avery, you mentioned new believers and onlookers though, just like Mm -hmm. talking about new believers and onlookers. And also you saying that this just needs to be, you know, obliterated. What about those new believers and onlookers? Um, What about those people who need a, a church, a structured way to help them to move forward in their faith. I'll be very honest with you. Are they just left without instruction? Or what, what do they do? So they don't barely even follow instructions to begin Because the Bible is, as people say, basic instructions before leaving earth, but these people don't read it. So I'm about over all these quote-unquote new believers and people that need the care and whatnot. I get these quote-unquote new believers and these passionate believers and all that calling me for some freaking network marketing, like clockwork, <laughs> all right? I get them constantly, constantly lying to me, uh, doubting me. They, I, I, again, um, not being led by the spirit, supposed to be so tied in and listening and praying all the time just to end up doing what everybody else does, voting for Biden, voting for Kamala, riding with all these people who don't pray. So what is what I, I feel like I should be seeing something different in you than the rest of the world. And yet these same people who go to go to church, these new believers or people that's been there for a while, even the, even these talking heads. They're supposed to be so different, and yet they act. They produce things that are exactly the same, which is confusion, which is impotency. They don't really make a mark in society. They don't. They don't really build or create things, except for if they're selling their books or their courses. Uh, I mean, it. Uh, there, 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 there needs to be a fundamental shift, and there are true believers that exist. Yeah. Uh, but I think that the number is so small. That um, it's it, it, it's it's not these it's not these big buildings. It's not this industry. I really don't care about this industry. And what yeah, well, I mean, it the the money that gets raised, the donations, because that's what gets used. Oh well, you know, this institution where they give and all this stuff and stuff. Okay, that's good. That's fly and that's jiggy. But what I'm saying is, is that that's that trade. That's like Nino Brown giving out turkeys on Thanksgiving in uh um. Uh, New Jack City. I don't know if you yeah. remember that. Of course. Kids, taking all this stuff. Or it's like uh, Marlo giving out money in season four of The Wire. So well, you enumerated <laughs> the seasons. Okay. You know exactly yeah. what season it was. Yeah. We have Boys, Boys of Summer, Soft Eyes, episode two. <laughs> um, you know, and Neymar saying, I'll take anybody's money if they're giving it away. It, it, it's, it's, I'm, I'm just, I don't care. Well, because I, I always get. That, that 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 always gets used. Well, what about these new people? Look, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, everybody's different when it comes to that. These new people, these new people, it, it, it clearly ain't making nary of a difference because you got these people that are rising up and saying and doing all these kind of crazy things, right? We just had the prophets and watches guy on, on, on here talking about all this stuff. Clearly, the new people don't really make a hell of a difference in changing how these damn uh, 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 spiritual molesters operate. You know, so I, I just I'm just over the, the, the entire institution. I just get so sick and tired of it. And I'm going to tell you, because I was going to this 
this this this church, all right? And the 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 pastor, nice guy, oh, all that's cool and whatnot. The people just completely Byzantine, all right, in their thinking and how they act. Just I'm like, okay, look, if these are the people that are following you and this is how they act, it is to me what you're doing is really irrelevant. I don't yeah. care how good it sounds. Well, we, these, we were trying to put uh, a, a a positive spin. <laughs> we were trying to put well, a positive think, spin on this. So I understand yeah. what you're saying, A. I'm tired of it, man. I, yeah. I, I'm, so, I'm, I'm so over it. I can't, there's no redeeming this joint, yeah? No, yeah, and I'm see, and I'm not trying to redeem. I don't think that I don't think that the Lord is trying to redeem the system. I mean, let me be very okay. clear. I don't I don't believe his goal is to try to retrofit the system. He and he never does that. He has no problem. Yeah, he 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 has no problem ripping down. You know, I I was actually just reading with my youngest daughter the other day when when the 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 Lord sent a prophet to tell them that the kingdom of Israel was about to be split. He like he has no problem saying, "Look, you about to lose half of Israel, bro. Sorry. You're only going to be cuz he was like, "Why did he call me king of Judah?" <laughs> He's like, "Because that's the only place you're going to be ruling. You won't be ruling the other 10 tribes of Israel." So I like I sell that to say I don't believe that the Lord has a problem tearing down the entire industry. I mean, the Bible talks about how he watches nations rise and fall. So I agree with you, but I I think um, there are kind of two parallel things moving at the same time. You you have an industry that's on on a slippery slope on its way to destruction. Because as quiet as kept, you know, Gunlaw Joe and and Mamala they are going to bring smoke for the American church. Um, so you you have that track, and then you have the separate track where you have very earnest and genuine people. Who are still na- having That's to what navigate? Yeah, having to navigate through that system, and I'm I'm never going to be in a position where I throw the baby out with the bathwater. I feel yeah. like God will always be able to find those. I mean, his his spirit can 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 go anywhere. You know, the scripture talks about where can I go where you're not there, and so I, I think that the ability for the Father to to be able to reach one or two or you know whatever. In, in the midst of a uh, very, very uh, godless system, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. That's all I'm saying. AJ, you're talking about, basically what you're talking about are the people who are sincere, um, but Avery seems to just say, okay, there is a remnant, and a remnant is a very, very small uh, out of the larger, and, you know, but but I still don't know that it's, that, that most people are, are as deliberate as he seems to be saying. And so I know that, uh, Avery, I think in the past you said it doesn't matter whether they're deliberate or not, the results are the results. But just regular people going to church, I'm not talking about people saying, hmm, I want to do what the most evil thing in the world. Regular people going to church who are going to regular churches that are not being pastored by these dudes that we're talking about, what about them? Should this whole, first of all, should this whole industry, as you call it, be dismantled and second of all, if it is, what happens to the regular person? What's happening now? 
during during a um, pandemic to a regular person who had good motives and just went to church. They could have chosen any religion. They chose Christianity. And so they didn't they don't have to be Christians, but they are. And so the, the ultimate question, though, Avery, just one second, because the ultimate question is what happens to them? And second of all, if the answer is, well, back in the first century, we didn't have these structures, then what is it that regular people need to step back and, and build their, 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 social, their spiritual life on that represents what the Bible um, had? I don't have the answer for regular people, and neither do you, and neither does AJ, and you want to know why? It's because even if we said stuff, regular people wouldn't listen, because regular people don't listen to this podcast. Regular people don't care. They do it out of tradition. They just go and then they, 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 they you, you, you can give all of the things, oh, this is what they should do. This is what they should, this is how you practice earnestly. They don't care because they're regular people that go to church. All you got to do is read the Bible and you see don't go to church. That's all you have to do is read the Bible. And yet we have all these regular people that's doing exactly that. So I don't have the answer for regular people. Regular people are going to do what they do. We're talking about these, we're talking about these people. I'm not. We're talking about these people who are clearly fa- falsely prophesying, and 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 how they can get to the, how they can build up and get to these, to these, to these, to these heights to be able to do something so so crazy. It's because of the base of the pyramid of these regular people. So that's a that's I, a good point. I, I, I don't have the answer for regular people. Regular people are just going to be lost. Second Thessalonians chapter two, the eleven, the 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 eleven verse. Says and God will bring strong delusion among the people. I don't have an answer for regular people. They regular people are going to be confused again. Regular people don't listen to this podcast, and the reason why I'm so amped and turned up like this is because I gotta be because I realize that people don't listen if you don't talk like this. Not today. You can't be gentle anymore. People don't listen. They just tune you out and they, they move to something else. Yeah. No, listen. I think that that's a that's a. It's a good point because, and that's something that's a difficult pill for some people to swallow. Like, they're they're gonna be casted that just get swept up. Like, yeah, most, like, yeah. Most. And the problem <laughs> is the, re- the reason why I have the, the and I kind of even go back and forth when it's so yeah, you know, I don't know about throwing the baby out with the bathroom. Th- th- throw it out. Throw it out. Because <laughs> if you give one, if you give one inch, look, throw out you, that cute, gorgeous, amazing baby. Yes. If you, I mean, look, yes. Bro, and so, but that's the, that's the, honestly, that's the only part of your argument. I'm going to push back on a little bit, but go ahead and finish. That's fine. You're free to push back. Uh, Hopefully you get my point. No, no, I I understand your point. And for the vast majority, I agree with it. Yes. The, the, The reason why I'm saying this is because you give people a sliver, you give people a sliver and they, and most people would take it as the avatar and be like, well, I am that one person. It's just like how you have all these slavery movies, and it'd be a, it always it's got to be one white person that's the good person, and then the entire white audience will 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 uh, 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 read themselves into being that good person, and not all the other crazy white people that's enslaving black people. The now, only reason it, that I push back on that the the only reason I push back on that is because I always. I always give the 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 spirit of God the flexibility to be able to turn the heart of someone. And you know, I don't I don't believe that that's me being naive or, you know, being, you know, too too uh pie in the sky. I've just seen it happen, you know, here and there. And so you I think that I, that like on those two tracks that I described earlier, 
Also, what's going on is God is continually judging our hearts. And will my heart continue to remain open despite the fact that I continue to be hurt and continue to be offended and continue to be taken advantage of? Does my heart continue to remain open when I see guys like Chris Volatin and, and Jeremiah Johnson? So I don't, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm always open enough to say, okay, listen, this entire, you know, Church Inc. is, is on its way to the junkyard. I'm, I'm with it. But, but um, the, there are still people that I believe are not out of the purview of, 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 of God who can still be reached. And so if my heart is still open enough to allow the one or the two, I always liken it to when Christ was being crucified because it wasn't just that he was crucified. I think people skip over a lot of stuff that happened the 24 hours that preceded his crucifixion where you have him being beaten all night by soldiers, right? You have him being disowned by his closest friends and confidants and feeling completely alone, even to the point of being separated from the father. And then here comes a thief like, yo, can I, can, can I be with you? So even through all of that, his heart was still open. And so that's why I'm like, well, despite all of the stuff that I see, and we all see a lot. Like I said, I, I agree with the majority of what you said. We all see a lot. But just because I see a lot does not mean that God is still not judging my heart as well simultaneously while he's judging this wicked institution that props up people that speak untruth you know these quote-unquote inaccurate falsely prophets or whatever that are speaking untruth that are propped up by this institution yeah god is coming with the sledgehammer for this joint just like he told them in the first century when they were when the disciples were fawning over the temple and he looks at the temple and says there won't be a stone left standing here like don't you like god is coming for this joint I think that that same word is applicable today that for many of us who are trying to still prop up and you know, if, if you're listening and you go back and forth between, well, yeah, I, I understand, but I still have my traditions like A was just saying or my family or this is what I know culturally. Listen, you cannot serve two masters, right? And I think that's one of the things that these guys were coming to the realization of that they were serving two masters. Now, what they do after this is that's their business. But they were definitely, you know, for a split second, I think they had a a moment of clarity. For a second. So, no, no, but Avery's face just tells me that, Avery, do you just believe these dudes are saying, we're charlatans, you know, because we're charlatans? I was giving Amadi some credit in my head saying, okay, he's using these people as an avatar. But then then when you went back and said, no, I like, they, they, that they they realize they're serving two masters. You brought it back square on them, and I'm like, uh, no. I mean, they're because just they realize- a, a microcosm of a bigger. Okay. okay, well, that's different than going back and saying they 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 realize that they were serving two masters, and I'm like, no, that's no. If 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 if, if because if they realize that, they would step down. I mean, he said, oh, and I'm pro Israel. Like, mm. like, come on, like seriously. Oh, I'm this and I'm that, and I'm you know going back to these whole value voting virtual signaling stuff. Right, right, right. It's like 
not stepping. They're still. They're not stepping down. They're still on. They're still on this train. He's just modernizing. That's okay, it. Avery. What do you think the reason was for him to to set to repent publicly when, as AJ said, he didn't have to? I don't. I I, I don't know the reason except for the fact except for the thought, which is what I just said before you asked. What I was trying to say before you just asked me that was that. Uh, it seems as though that is a form of modernizing, meaning that he's just preparing to be in this particular political climate or political era. So he's not, he's not, he's not caught lacking like a dinosaur, even though they, it's all trash anyway. That's that's that that's what I I mean. That's what I gather. This part of me that wants to say, okay, well, yeah, at least it's the you know the nice thing to do, like you're saying, Amadi. But I can't do that because I realize that that's simping. Like I'm giving these people the benefit of the doubt when I know that they're pimping, they're continually pimping me. I know it, I know it. And I'm just hoping, oh, one day, whoa, while my energy is constantly being sapped over and over and over and over and over and over. I can't get my thirties back. I'm 40 now. You think that I'm gonna go from 40 to 50 on that same little, you know, slipping and sliding BS? Hey, hey baby, hey baby, hey Christian, hey Christian, hey, yeah, just come here. Just come here, just get this. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. It's going to be good in the by and by. I'm not falling for that no more. Meanwhile, these people waxing fat in real life right now in front of me. It's not happening no more. Well, I mean, this and this is where this is where I would say, you know, don't listen. The Bible says mm. don't let your heart grow cold. Like don't don't let your love it's wax not, cold. And that's the thing. That's the thing. It's not that the heart is growing cold. That's a lie. It's growing cold not, against something, but it's not right. growing cold against God. Yeah. Yes, it's not. It, 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 it is getting. See, this is the thing. Hey, people, you. I, I want to make sure that you're hearing what I'm saying. I don't I conflate. Heard. I don't conflate the people and the system, and that's all I've been saying. Like I can. Likewise. I can separate the system and the people. For the system, you and I are probably in lockstep. I have the same sort of sentiments, particularly because I've seen it from both sides. But for the people. For the individuals who, like Eva described, who will say, hey, man, like, you know, I I feel like I, I want to follow God and I've been going to this church, but like, I don't know anything else. Like, I don't throw that person in the same category with these individuals because I used to be that person, right? We, we were all those people. Like you just said, <clears throat> you can't get your 30s back. Someone would have looked at you 10 years ago, man, this Bama just going to a church. Man, look at this clown. He's just in that, he's just in church incorporated. Look, no, you were an individual who were just caught up, right? And so I think there are still lots of people who are caught yeah. up. And I think God has the latitude to be able to reach mm, out yes. to whomever. And then when he does that, you know, to Eva's second point, what do what do those people do, right? Well, if God does reach out to that person. And that person does have a moment of clarity, like, yo, I should be doing something else. There has to be someone, right, able to, like Peter and Cornelius. Cornelius was a Roman centurion who was praying and had a vision from God. And God didn't just say, all right, let's get it cracked. He said, no, now let me connect you with a guy. I already got a guy. I got a guy. I'm going to bring him to you. Right. And what did Peter's heart was hard. Peter said, yo, I don't even rock with them people. What are you doing? And God said, no, do not call unclean what I call clean. So that's all that's I'm moving, saying. That's moving the goalposts. I'm not moving and, the goalposts. Hey, there are, there are good people it, in churches it, right now who are not devious, who are not charlatans. 
Right, and you're speaking on something that I'm not speaking on. Well, every time I bring up the individual or the people, you keep shifting it back to the system. And I'm like, no, I'm separating the two. That's all I'm saying. System is made up of people. The system is a structure of values. It's a superstructure. Where do the values exist? Yeah, what Avery is saying is that there would be no ability for the institution to exist if the people didn't keep on supporting it, supporting it, supporting it. So it seems like you're casting the blame on both. Me or? No, no, Avery. You're, oh, okay. you're casting the blame on the people who keep on paying these tithes and offerings that support this superstructure as well as the superstructure itself. What I'm saying is, is that I'm just tired of pussyfooting and lolly, uh, lollygagging around what is so clearly evident and obvious, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like this, this, me 10 years ago or people today, oh, what about these people who are good people? I'm not saying people aren't good people, even though the Bible says, or Jesus says nobody's good but God. <laughs> Nonetheless, I'm not calling these people good or bad. I'm just saying it is what it is. That being the case, I am tired of caping and making this little leeway for something like this for people who, first of all, they don't listen to what it is that we have to say. They don't listen. Okay? They just go out and they do what they do. And then that's it. So I'm like, okay, well, if that's that, that's cool. Do you, but stop trying to get me to constantly go on your mindless, low vibrational program. Because that's what happens. Because those really good people that you're talking about call me and try to sell me stuff all the time. You talking about brand stuff. I know. Hey, listen, bro. You you forget. I I, I mentioned last week the the guy that called me. Right. Right. Exactly. Or they want me to be in their lives, but as an ornament for their lives, and they don't care what it is that I actually have to say in the revelation. An ornament, my goodness. Because, because I'm not in those positions of authority in that institution. Point blank, period, end of story. Right, but so and I, so, that that part I agree with. And my, my, so my only I caveat to that, but my only so caveat I, to that, A, is just that when God smashes the system, when because he will, and we're all in agreement, he has I'll to be here. I'll be here. I'll be here. Right. I'll be here. Okay. This whole thing about, oh, because I'm speaking thunderously or because I'm speaking direct, then that means that my heart is hard. Okay. Bro, no, I'm... what I'm practicing, what I'm practicing is two things, defense and offense. Okay. Thunderously. Because, because I, Speak on it, Mac Dog. Because if I just stand here, I constantly, I con- people constantly come and they take bites out of me. No. Okay. I, hear and I try to be the nicest person. I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. And people, they, again, they constantly lie and they abuse and they steal and they pretend. They're very pretentious. And I'm over it. Bro, okay? bro, bro. And oh, AJ, AJ we're as, not, we go, we're not saying. As, we go around, as we go around third base, like you like to say, um, one question that can't leave my mind as I'm hearing Avery's heart is how many other people are looking back at their 20s, especially those of us who came to faith um, as we got into college, which is a a time when people do that. Um, How many people are looking back at their entire 20s and their entire 30s and saying, and throwing up their hands and saying, I just got pimped. And and how many people are doing that during this time, which is a a time where people get to step back and assess uh, their lives and assess the institution that they've given so much for. Thank you, Eva. I love Eva's ideology. She just comes in with a little bit of bling. But I mean, listen, 
what we what we have to you, you're right as we sort of come around third base here, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, let's listen. Hey, thank you for sharing your heart, bro. No, in in, in all seriousness, that was. It was something that needed to be said, and so I appreciate it. I don't want you to think that we come, you know, we coming for you. But for those listening, I think that that is a it's a sentiment held by many of us who have seen the what a, a detriment, you know, succumbing to the to church incorporated can can have on on people. It 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 has a very, you know, it's like the the taste is is is, is something that's disgusting. And it it taints people, and it makes them do vile things like speaking untruth in in the in the you know in the clout chase. Whether it's it's running behind political leaders or celebrity or material possession, listen, all that stuff exists, and many of us try to act like it doesn't exist. Oh, well, that's not my church. That's not how we do stuff. But you have to understand. Your church is one skin cell in an entire organism that I think the the most high wants to put to death. And wow. so, but one of the wonderful things is that as as a son of God, right, as a child of God, I don't have to fear death because God's answer to death is resurrection. And so, if you are a part of an organization, if you're a part of Church Incorporated and God does put it to death, be of good cheer because if if you give the spirit of God that latitude, his answer to death is resurrection, right? And so for, for these two guys, they're, they're a, a blip on the radar of something much greater. I think God is going to have to bring people to their knees, you know, forcibly in order for them to renounce some of these things. And like A said, and then follow through with it, not just empty words of an apology, but then following it up with saying, all right, you know what? I'm stepping down from this organization or I'm leaving this church or I'm doing whatever, you know, but I don't want to at least not acknowledge their baby steps because these are, that's all they are is just baby steps, you know, doing making some words in a newspaper article. It's cute. And I appreciate it because you didn't have to do it, but there needs to be more. I think in in the season that we're coming into, God is requiring more from us. So, ladies and gentlemen, woo! Ladies and gentlemen, y'all know whether we're talking about preachers speaking untruth or God just smashing the whole thing down like crumbles. You know we're going to keep God in the mix. So, for Eve and A. Swish, this is AJ saying peace. Peace. Later.